The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Yay! I'm so excited. Before we get started, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town, Ron Russell. Hey, everybody. Today's got a great show coming your way. We've got Paul Servino on, uh, another Italiano like Amia, and he's a fabulous actor, and we're going to talk with him. And we have another gent on who... That's right, who is also a writer of Musica Bella, and we're going to listen to what he's got to say. But I want you to dig our little sign behind us. Isn't that cute? It says, The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell on W4CY.com. Wow. Now, all of you know right, that on, if you... Gotta, like, oh, that's very creative, wait, Ron. Wait, 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 wait. He always rushes me off the air. I hate you're that. You're only supposed to say hello at the beginning. and then oh, you're Hello, hello, the hello, hello. Anyway, <laughs> go, to the t- go to the top of your screen and tap on your ITV button and you'll see us, okay? Now, James, you may have the floor. So, we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What's going on, Jimmy? What's going on, Ron? Well, we're going to have an exciting show today. I know it's going to be fun. And here's to your international chat room. How are you folks doing? Yeah, everybody in the chat room is rocking. I'm sorry I can't seem to get into the chat room. It won't let me sign in for some reason. So, hey, chat room, everybody that's in there. I see a lot of people. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Yeah. We're looking like very much forward to the show. It's going to be a really, really good time. Um, so if you, just like Ron said, hit the ITV button at the top of your screen. You can see us waving, wearing Jimmy Star. Ron and I got new haircuts. Ron looks fabulous. No, Jimmy, I, Jimmy, you know, I used to cut hair, so I cut my own hair, and I cut Jimmy's hair. I haven't had anybody cut my hair in like 35 years. Of course, they don't do it the way I like. So now I've re- revamped Jimmy. Um, we were watching Giorgio this morning on television, you know, Giorgio of Ancient Nobody Aliens. Who that is. Yeah, tell him Ancient Does aliens. anybody okay. know who Giorgio is? I, I don't. Chad, do you watch Ancient Aliens? I don't. Are you expecting any calls, too? Yeah, 305, our first guest. I got a 917, so I'll ignore that. Where's, okay. nine, where's 917? I have no clue. 917, I have no idea either. Where's 91? That could be our first guest, actually. What, was that Paul? Yeah. Here, was you want to take it? Yeah, let's take it. Well, Paul, go ahead. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Hello? Show. Hello. Yeah, I've got Paul Servino for you. All right, terrific. Terrific. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Is this Paul Servino? Well, either that or the best imitator. Okay, <laughs> we're we're good with that. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Before we get started, let me introduce you to everybody. Starting off with okay. our cool, outrageous man about town, Ron Russell. Buongiorno. 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 
Paolo, sì, grazie. Si sì, chiama Paolo. Paolo in italiano si chiama Paolo. Anche io sì, sono davvero. italiano. Mio nome, ah, è mio nome è Rolando in italiano, ma in inglese è Ronald. Come sta bene? Sto bene, grazie, sto benissimo. Bing, bing, bing. I am so excited, Paul, to have you on the show. You have no idea. I've been a fan of Thank yours you. for like forever because I'm you know, a little younger than you are. And... Um, i love your work, and you're a great actor, and I love all the things that you do. We've got to let us finish introducing everybody. I know. I just get excited with I know, some you get guests. excited. Hang on, Paul. Some we also guests, got the man you know. behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, Paul. Greetings from West Palm Beach. How are you? Oh, good. How are you? I'm doing good. It's good to have you on the show. And Looks I, like I, we lost Paul. Uh-oh. Did we lose him? Oh, crap. Come here. Get him back. You're seeing who we'll on patch the call. Okay. Oh, call him back. Oh, you think he'll call us probably, right? Yeah. Who lost who? They lost us, so um, so it was all Chad. Chad, that was your fault, dude. Is that I me? Think, I, I, I <laughs> think so Paul is calling. Yeah, you. <laughs> I think he's calling us from Chicago. I know he lives in Pennsylvania, about sixty miles north. of Paul, he's back. Hello. Okay. Hey, Hello. welcome back yeah. to the Jimmy Star Show. I should call you on the landline. Okay. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call you on the landline. Okay. 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 Thanks, go Paul. for it. Great. That's good. We'll hear him a lot better than he won't go in and out. Right. So what's up, chat room? Hope everybody's having a good time. In a second, we're going to have Paul Sorvino calling back. This is live radio, so shit happens. What are you going to do? <laughs> we, don't, we don't use those words anymore, Jimmy. Shoot. You, you even say that on TV now. I see it on TV. Yeah, but we don't want to do that. Okay, we don't want to say shit We get in trouble happens. with people, <laughs> with other networks. Now we have a new network that's carrying us. I think it's called, what's it called, Planet Mars? We're going to do it. We're going to announce it next week because they're not going to start carrying it till next week. Oh, anyway, next week we're going on another new network. That's a cool one. Someone, some, I don't know where it came from, but it's some Planet Zero or something like that. Anyway, yeah, don't, uh, don't give out any information. No until, information. Until it's, okay. it, it's not called that. It's called nothing. <laughs> Planet nothing. I mean, uh, Chad, how was your weekend? I love the sound of that. Planet nothing. There you go. <laughs> How was my weekend? Station. It was good. We relaxed. We usually play three gigs a week, and this week, last past week, we only played two, so I had a couple of days off. I enjoyed it. Awesome. Good. What awesome, about you awesome. fellas? Uh, we had a great weekend. Yes, we did. Two weeks before, you were shooting, right? Oh, no, three weekends three before weeks, now. So, okay. We were shooting three weeks ago, and two weeks ago, we were at a film festival, and this last weekend, we are just like catching up because we got so much cool stuff going on that we're working on. And then and we, we resume shooting in a couple of weeks, then we can it, and then we go on to the next film. That's right. But Croker, everybody, that's what we're talking about. Check out CrokerTheMovie.com. While we're waiting for Paul to call back in, check out CrokerTheMovie.com. It's... um. Going to be awesome. They're still doing an Indiegogo campaign to raise the last little bit of money that they need, so check it out, CroakerTheMovie.com, and follow them on Twitter, at CroakerTheMovie. We have Hartley Mandel in the chat room, who's going to be our 415 guest. So what's up, Hartley? Irish, Irish Ginger, everybody in the chat room, welcome to the Jimmy Star. Oops, welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. And uh, Ron's been adjusting everything so he can see All things. All right, we got somebody calling in here. All right, let's take it. He keeps hanging up. I'm going to call this number back, see okay. if that happens. Oh, I see a 312 number. Yeah. Thank you for calling the Harvard Control Chicago. You're walking with Darlene. How can I assist you today? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Darlene, you're on television and radio <laughs> on the Jimmy Star Show. We're trying to reach Paul Savino, who's our guest today, and he's been calling in, and we decided to call him. So I think we're going to say, have a good day, hang no, up. No, no, we're not going to hang up. That's them. Oh, here, that's you. Here, no. Here, I think I, is, is this Polly? 
It is Paul. We finally got it. Hey, oh, I, I, I thought it was the lobby. You thought we? <laughs> I, thought was, I thought it was the chick that answers the telephone. Hello, this is something such a lobby. All right, so now we're gonna try it all again. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Woo! Hopefully, we're gonna be good this time. Very good. So you're calling? You're actually. We were looking things up because uh, the Jimmy Star Show were actually transmitted from West Palm Beach, Florida. But Ron and I actually live in uh, Pennsylvania, and like I think you live in Pennsylvania. I used to. Ah, you oh, used yeah. to work. Okay. Yeah, I had a farm in Gilbert that I lived on. Right, because we're 60 miles uh, south of you. We're, we're below right. Bethlehem. We're in Doylestown, right. which is we transmit from near New Hope. Yes. So, so, so what, now made you, what made you give up Pennsylvania? Well, I had to. Uh, it was uh, I had to be in L.A. and so oh, I had so to no- spend most of my time in L.A. if I wanted to be in the movie business. So it was a period in my life which was interesting, and but it, uh, you know, if you really want to be in the business, you really have to be in L.A. And so that's where I am. Yeah, I know that. I was born in Brooklyn like you were. Where? I was born, believe it or not, Red Hook. Sure. That's a tough neighborhood in those days. <laughs> Back then it was very tough. Now it's very chic and expensive. Back then of it was, course, you know. Gentrified, right? Yeah, it was all Italians, you know, mostly immigrants. My father yeah. came from Genoa. My mother was American. Then we moved up to Brooklyn Heights, which uh-huh. was, oh, that was class. Old Genovese, you know, Alti Natalia, Gente di Alti Natalia lived there. And then uh, we sold the house that my father bought for $3,200, and the lighthouse of the blind board. It's worth billions today. Of course, sure. Yeah, then we, did we know our stupid wops, huh? We're doing uh, this. Out to, out to Brooklyn, yeah. We're yeah. doing this twice. This is two weeks, in a go- two weeks in a row we have uh, uh, dignified actors from Brooklyn, because last I week know. we had Robert Davi. Dolly. Oh, so, I know Dobby. Sure. So Ron was Bobby having a blast with him best. last week, and now we have you. Um, yeah. So, so I want to talk just for a few minutes on some of your older stuff, and then we're going to come to the fact and talk about Precious Metal, the movie, which I think you're in Chicago filming now. Correct. Um, but I want to bring up because I'm a horror movie fan, and I have a lot of friends who were in Repo, the Genetic Opera. Sure. Um, and, Ogre, yeah. Uh, yeah, all those people, Jay Larose uh, and Paris Hilton, and I, I, I hang out with like a lot of really cool, fun people, and they all have little cameos in the film. And, right. and it's it's a fabulous film, and like for people who who might not know, like you're a phenomenal singer, so it was a way to make a campy, fun film and sing. And, exactly. Yeah. And tell us a little bit about how that was for you, because everybody freaking loves it. It's such a cult classic film now. Well, it was a lot of fun. You know, Darren is a hell of a, an imaginative director. You know, he's on the on the order of like a Boz Lerman. You know, he, they're yes. very imagine. These guys are very imaginative directors, and of course. Um, Darren has become a very good friend. We just we're pals, and I did Devil's Carnival one, and now I'm going to do Devil's Carnival two, playing God. So <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be good. Is, is Dev- is God Devil- is an Italian. I always knew. Well, that. God, yeah, God. We all know God's Italian to begin with, <laughs> right? And uh, you know, he it starts out with a naked woman feeding me grapes. So I kind of like the idea. Yeah, that's like God the Italian. concept. <laughs> God Italian style, definitely. Yeah. You yeah. actually—he is. So, how was working on the Devil's Carnival? I haven't actually seen it. I don't know if it's like. I think it's you wild. Can... It's not like Repo. It's different. It's uh, it's surreal. It's also um, a. It's also Repo a musical, is, is, though, right? It actually, has a story, but it's not as surreal. Uh, this uh, Devil's Carnival is surreal. So. Okay, but, and it's also a musical, though, right? Like, so yes, you're singing all these musicals. Yes. Uh huh. I actually googled you to see. I actually tried to get. Uh, uh, you have a Paul, Paul Sorvino Sings album that you put out in the 90s. I tried to get it, but I couldn't get it anywhere uh, quick enough for me to have it. probably somewhere on eBay, you know. Yeah, I found, it on, I found it on a website, but it was like in Omaha someplace, like, and they could never get it to me before like this show. So, yeah. so I want to tell everybody that they, they can Google you on YouTube, and there's all kinds of clips of you singing. 
sure. uh, on YouTube, and that you're a phenomenal singer. And uh, I don't know that I'm sure a lot of people know that, but maybe everybody doesn't know that. So I just maybe not to everybody. That. Yeah. I wanted to get that out there because it's phenomenal, and everybody should definitely go see Repo, the genetic opera, because it's fabulous, and uh, and everybody should also see Mambo Italiano because that's oh, something. Oh, that's a great movie. Well, Mambo Italiano movie. is very, very well, funny. Jimmy segued into it, and he shot down my segue because I was going to ask you a question. In two thousand three, gay was not as in as it is today. Right. Uh, what made you decide to play the father of a gay guy who's coming out for the first time? I mean, that was kind of risky business for you. Not and for it me. W- no, I don't. Well, well, first of all, I don't give a I don't give a crap about what people think anyway. Right. You know, I, I mean, don't. Need- somebody's going to hold me to to the to the to, to task because I'm going to play in a story about uh, about liberating gay people in a certain sense or or by. Uh, coming to terms with the the whole issue, well, well the, those people are backwoods people. That's, that doesn't interest me. So the idea was it was very funny, very. and I thought it was a very good uh, a very good uh, theme. And you know, everybody, this is a short life, my friend. Uh, what well, I don't know, you know, does running up and down, uh, catching uh, moonbeams make you happy? Well, do you go ahead and do it. It's not my business. I I do what I want. You do what you want, and let's have lunch once in a while. You know. I, I mean, I, I don't, I, I really detest hatred. I really detest prejudice. You know, most of the people in my business do. One of the nicest things about the entertainment business is that we, there's very little prejudice, racial, religious, or anything else. There's very little prejudice in the entertainment business. And I think that's because just perforce, to be an entertainer, you have to be able to take the opinions of the other fellow and execute and, and show them and be part of them. Well, when you have that kind of flexibility, it automatically makes for uh, an understanding beyond the, the the average. Well, then I take it that you're an I'm an actor as well. In fact, I'm shooting a film right now called nice. Croker in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Um, I I don't work for my audience. I work for the work. I love the work. I do the best I can at the work. And the audiences can be whoever they want. If they don't want to come see my film because I'm an out gay actor, then they won't come to see me because I'm. Oh, I out- can't keep talking to you because you're out gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, who gives a damn? Who cares? Well, believe really, me. Really, how, how, how is what you do in your bedroom my business? Paul, I scre- I preach that all the time. Jimmy, yeah, but how I- the hell is that my business? What the hell has it got to do well, with me? You'd be surprised when I mention certain people's names in, in company that's not swift, sort of backward, stupid people that live in these farmlands around here. <laughs> and they'll say, oh, George Clooney, he's a big faggot. I mean, I say, have you, ever slept, have you ever slept with him? I mean, oh, where, do you, where do you come Did from you saying that? you hold the that? candle? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, where do you come to say that who is and who isn't? Oh, boy. So I, I agree and, with and you. And who cares? The point is, who, who cares? cares? I don't What's care. What's the difference? I don't Nobody care. There you go. That's what we like to hear. That's what we like to hear. I don't no, it's, care. it's not politically correct. I'm very politically incorrect in many, many things. Right. But the fact of the matter is, is who the hell's business is it what another human being does with his body unless he's hurting children or hurting other human beings? I got no problem with the guy. Well, who Absolutely. cares? I, I love you the more. I, I saw Mambo Italiano in the Isn't film. Isn't that a wonderful movie? I, I saw it in the movies in, in the village, in fact, Greenwich Village with a bunch of gay friends yeah. of mine. And we loved it. We, we left there feeling that we were getting somewhere in this world. It's because, a great movie. Well, the meaning behind it, the way the father was so opposed to it being such an ignorant Italian. Yes. 
And then how he comes around to telling the neighbors how wonderful his son is. My son is boyfriend, and he was proud of his son being gay. I thought it was a wonderful piece of work. And He's I th- the best gay. <laughs> yeah, but I think you, you did an exceptionally good job with it because your portrayal of a father was so real. I'm Italian. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, of course you do. Your fa- your 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 playing the father was as though you had a gay son hidden somewhere. No man could play the role as well with the Thank emotion. You. No, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass either. Trust me. With the Please, emotion. I don't want anything up my ass. Thank you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, but Paul, Paul, listen to me. The emotion in the one scene where you're talking to your wife was exactly yep. what goes on in every household when they sure. find out that somebody's gay. Sure. And, well, you're you're a fine actor. I'm. I, we have many great stars on this show. Believe me. I mean, we've had uh, Matthew Modine, Laney, oh, and a whole list matter. of people. Go ahead. <laughs> and I get excited, you know, over like Laney's a friend of mine. I love her. But I you was know, so. I used to go. I used to go with Laney many many years ago. Oh, she was my yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. You're so lucky. I <laughs> love. She's telling me she was an <laughs> American <laughs> Sophia Lauren, my friend. She had a well, 23 inch waist and the same size boobs. No, no, no. She has like a 23-inch waist and a 48Z breast. It's I know unbelievable. Laney. Yeah. I've hugged Laney many a time. And yeah. believe me, I get no, a hunch. If he was his girlfriend, he was probably doing No, I get, I get a hunchback from, from hugging Laney. Like I've been, I mean, those knockers don't quit. I love Laney. I love her to She's death. an old dear friend now. All right. Well, say hi when you talk to her. I will. Call, I want to give her a buzz also. We actually had her on the show a couple of weeks ago. So now... Uh-huh. Before we move on to talk about the movie you're doing now, give a shout-out to everybody in the chat room. We have a full chat room full of people all tuning in to find out what's going on and all about the new movie. Well, hello, everybody. This is Paul Servino, and you know what that means. You don't do the right thing, I come after you. There you go. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) So now you're in Amarok Productions, which actually, uh, people who are familiar with our show, we had everybody from the cast of I Heart Shaky on, which is another one of their films. Right. Uh, last year. Um, you're in Chicago. The name of the movie is Precious Metal, the movie, uh, dot com or Precious Metal, which is M E T T L E. You're shooting right. in Chicago. You play like uh, the lead police commander, I think, or something. Tell, tell us yep. a little bit about the film. Well, it's a, it's a very, very good script. And of course, that's what makes me do a movie is the good script. Uh, uh, it, it, it's about, it's redemption of, of sort because, you know, I can't tell you too much of the plot, but it's it's a family story with father and daughter, and you will you will be people will be very amazed and, and touched. I think we have a very good actress, Fiona Duroff, daughter of the great Brad Duroff, one of the best actors in America, great character actor, comedian actor. We actually uh, we're going to have her on the show next week. She's coming yeah. on next week. And speaking yeah. of actress daughters, your daughter Mira is some actress. We just saw her in something recently. And she just gets better with age. She's and a terrific actress. She's one a fabulous, of the very, I don't, There's nobody fabulous. better than Mira. So She's let's a great go back. Actress. What I took off your website, off the website, which everybody can check it out. You guys can go to Precious Metal M E T T L E the Movie dot com. You can learn about the film. I'm just going to read you like the small synopsis. It's only like a line. It says police police commander, which is you, attempts to help a daughter he never knew escape heroin addiction in a past that endangers her while investigating his best friend's murder. Oh, he did that's his it. homework. That's that's it in a nutshell. I couldn't say it quicker or better. And but uh, there's a lot that goes on in that because it's the coming to terms. Letting her, you know, helping her get off drugs and, and, and having her trust me. And, you know, it's, a, it's another chance because I lost my other daughter and wife in a car crash 16 years before. And I'm a broken man from it. I go through the days, but, you know, just going through the motions. But this is, this is a whole new thing and it makes me live again. 
Speaking of car crashes, how do you feel since your accident when you were running over? I, in New well, York I was City? bent but not broken. Uh, okay, you good. know, it takes an awful lot. I think the truck was destroyed, but I. <laughs> a truck hit you? Well, yeah, a pickup truck backed into me while I was waiting for a cab. Oh wow! And knocked That's... me to the ground. And if I hadn't had a wonderful stuntman years ago, the name of uh, Bob Emery, who taught me how to roll and fall, he put me through all kinds of classes because when I was doing shows like Bertie Angelo Superstar or The Oldest Rookie, uh, you know, I would uh, often do some of my own stunts, at least the fighting and rolling around and all that stuff. But he taught me, and when I got hit by this, I was stunned. I guess I was knocked out for a few seconds. I went to the ground and apparently slapped the ground as I went down and lifted my head so I wouldn't, didn't hit my head. Good and uh, I was stunned, but not really out. And I looked at my hand, and there were pieces of tar in it. I don't remember slapping, but I know that I did because there were pieces of tar in my hand. So I had some bruises, and but nothing broken. And you know, here I am. There thank go. God, thank God. But you know, you're six foot two and a half, and you're a yes. big guy. Yes. So for a truck to hit you, you can't. You could damage the truck. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, you could put a few friggin' dents yeah, put a nice in it, dent right? in it anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's true. It takes an awful lot to bring down Paul Sorvino. Takes a lot, lot to bring down us so Italianos. They, yeah, the right. the wonderful people from Amrock Productions want to make sure that we get out the promo stuff for, for the movie. So we, they want everybody to follow the the Twitter account, which is at Precious yes. Metal at Precious Metal underscore. And yeah. then the fa Facebook page needs some likes. So everybody, please go to the Facebook page. It's Facebook.com slash Precious Metal the movie. And uh, it's please, a very everybody good go and, and like the very page. good acting in it. Really, yeah. really terrific. I'm excited that I didn't know Fiona Dorff was Brad Dorff. I've met him several times at conventions. Yes, he's a I, I didn't super know actor, that that was... and she's a very, very good actress. Very well trained, Meisner trained, and uh, an excellent actress. And actually, I went. To, if you guys go to IMDb, you can check out the rest of the cast because there's a lot of like. Actually, there's a lot of, of very well known people in the film. A lot of Chicago actors, terrific actors in it. Yes, my uh, son Matt... Michael is in it. Yeah, I, he's I a noticed super that. Super actor. I, I, Michael's I a great actor. I, I saw he's that on IMDb. And yeah. I saw Todd Bridges is in it from Different yeah. Strokes. That's right. And, and Matt Bushnell, who was in Twilight for all the Twilight fans. Bushnell is a hell of a good, hell of a good actor. Hell and, of a good actor. So it's it's phenomenal. It's got a great cast. I guess it'll be coming out next year sometime, I'm guessing. Well, I'm making the assumption they're going to try to get it out before that so they can be el eligible for awards and things, you know. Okay. My assumption is that they would try to get it done, you know, before the first of the year. At least You've got seven films coming out. That's yeah, you're right. Busy. Seven films. Where the hell? Don't you ever sleep? No, I. I you know, I'm going to sleep forever. I'm going to take that dirt nap oh, forever one that. day. You got a long ways to go before forever. Comes. I might as well keep going and uh, doing what I got to do. You know. Well, Absolutely. I know that I'm only happiest when I'm working. Yes. I mean, that's when I come alive. The rest of the sure. time, I'm sort of like in you know slow motion. So we well, want. What to... happens is you, you get bottled up if you're an yeah. actor. Yeah, you, yeah. You need yeah. to work in order to you know you know. No, I, had a t I had a TV show out in California for a lot of years called Set the Record Straight, and I interviewed all the great legends of Hollywood, and I'm sorry I didn't get you on, but oh, we're, well. bringing it, we're bringing it back, and I'd are. like yeah. yeah, and I'd like to invite you on. I mean, I had um, Jane Russell, uh, uh, Tab Hunter. I'd have liked to have had Jane Russell, my friend. <laughs> well, Jane Russell was my best buddy. She stayed at my house many times. In fact, when she left my house, she passed away. I brought her here for a Florida International Film Festival Award, and I escorted her to the film festival for Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, and she wasn't feeling well in my house. She wasn't no. breathing well. We brought her to the airport. She was taken off the plane in Phoenix, 
went to a hospital, then returned up to Santa uh, uh, Maria where she lived, and then passed away. My she, name what, is. What she have? A, she have a emphysema? No, she had that heart thing. What is it called? That what, that thing when the heart stops. Um, forgot. No. <laughs> I, I I really don't pay attention to those yeah. things. But my name is Russell. My real name is not Russell. I picked it because of her. Yeah. I loved her when I was a little boy. She seemed like a very natural person to me. She was a tough broad. What natural? Come on, Paul. You would have loved oh, her. Oh, really? I did not know. I thought she was Oh, just... you would have loved her. She didn't... I would have, yeah. If you would have said to her, darling, let's do lunch, she'd say, get away. Go away. <laughs> she hated phonies. I mean, I That's was... what I mean. That's yes. what I'm talking about when I say yeah. natural. Oh, re no, real. I mean, That's what I mean. We used to fight all the time, and her piano player said to her once, Jane, don't speak so roughly to Ron. He loves it. You got to see when he smacks me in the ass and tells me, come on, lady, move it. <laughs> you know? and Jane and I would knock, you know, box. Jane loved tough guys. I mean, her best friend was Bob Mitchum, who you, oh, made, yeah. you made a movie with Robert. So you oh, know, I sure did. Bob is a toughie. And yeah. Jane, liked, Jane liked guys that could take it. She was a tough broad, and yeah. I miss her every day. I miss uh. her. God rest her soul. Yeah, she well, she made it to eighty nine. Oh, yeah, I'll take that deal. And Esther Williams, who I knew through Jane, was the best died, friend. Yeah, ninety one. Yeah. Yes. So those people born in nineteen twenty one are still living on. Fantastic. Uh, you and I have a long way to go yet. I would hope so. Oh, I think absolutely. So. I think we're going to have a lot to do. Tonight. You know, I have right. a, you know, I'm a sculptor as well, and I got some more monumental things to do as a sculptor. Right. And, uh, there's a lot of things I have to do yet. I have Hang to... on a second. Jimmy, are yeah. we going to we, Do we have any of his opera songs? Well, we're going to play it when he's off the line. When you're I'm off the line, line, we're going to well, play We're actually going to play Mamba songs. for everybody once we uh -huh. get up with okay. this so people can hear it because I want everybody to hear it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mamma son tanto felice. No, no. Oh, that one. Oh. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, but I have to leave the studio. No, you don't. Oh, yes, I do. I will go hysterical crying. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's when a you sing Mamba to me, it's. Yeah. So already I'm welling up. So we want to we want to uh, we want to thank Marla Stoker from Marquee Media and Marketing. We want to thank Amarok Productions. We want to tell everybody to check out PreciousMetalTheMovie.com. Check out the Facebook page. We want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star oh, Show. He's going already. Yes, we have. To, yeah, he has to go. No, I let the other people wait. I like him. It's not him. It has nothing to do with that. <laughs> no, no, Paul, don't go. Screw them all. Stay. Uh, no, he, all right, guys. Thank I, you so to all much. All my fans out there, love you all. Keep coming to the movies. There I you go. Well. Thank you so and much. Paul, Paul I'll, see right. you on, I'll see you on my show in L.A. next year. Terrific. <laughs> All, All right. right. Great, okay. Paul. Thank Bye you. Bye-bye. Bye. He is some hell of a He's nice a, guy. Uh, what a nice guy. Chow, wasn't that rocking oh, awesome? Nice I think that might be your top celebrity right there. I don't know. That's pretty freaking big, I have to say. Like, and how do you like that? He dated Laney. You had to see pictures of Lainey Kazan when she was young. She was a Playboy bunny girl. Oh. What's up, everybody in the chat room, too? The chat room filled up a whole lot. Boy, we were going. Ken Pettigrew from the Ken Pettigrew Show. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And uh, Monday through Thursday, 8 p.m. Pacific time. Hey, Chad, what I want to do is I want to actually play that song for everybody, That the video that I gave. Everybody watch your screens. This is, uh, this is Paul Sorvino singing uh, an opera at some kind of an event. And uh, it's freaking awesome. You got it, Chad? I do. Should I fire it up now? Yeah, let's fire it up, everybody. Here's Mama? Paul Sorvino. Is go. that Mama? Yeah. Mama, son tanto felice perché ritorno da te. La mia canzone ti dice 
è il più bel giorno per me. Mamma, sono tanto felice vivere lontano perché mamma solo per te la mia canzone vola mamma sarai con me tu non sarai più sola guardo ti voglio bene queste parole d'amore ti sospiri il mio cuore forse non sposerò più mamma ma la canzone mia più bella sei tu sei tu la vita e per la vita non ti lascio mai più When the evening shadows fall and the lovely day is through, that's with longing I recall the days I spent with you. Mama, I miss the days when you were here beside me. Mama, those happy days when you were near to guide me safe in the glow of your love sent from the heavens above nothing can ever replace the warmth of your tender embrace mamma ma la canzone mia più bella sei tu vita e per la vita non ti lascio mai più mamma mamma isn't that awesome I've got to say the man can sing and what I love most about the Jimmy Star show is that we bring you everything all kinds of music and I'm so glad that today we could bring you some opera for those of you out there that don't even know what opera is it's when someone can sing and does not like most today that are you know going through systems that make their voices like come from heaven and they can't sing a note this man has a voice he's singing by a piano, which is difficult. He always wanted to be an opera singer, too. Yeah, well, he's singing at a piano, which is difficult because he doesn't have the acoustic backups. It's what is called open voice, open piano. I mean, he's wonderful. He's a great Chad, guy. Chad, you like that? It was banging. Loved it. I mean, like, he's yeah, well, just... Paul, he Paul really is a sweet guy. What I'm a cool so guy. I'm happy that we know him now because I like him even better than I liked him before. Yeah, he's a good actor. He comes up he comes up from that 1955, 60, 70 syndrome where all the greats came from. Don't forget, too, he played Henry Kissinger and Nixon. He's just, he I played, see, he, he was in Goodfellas. I think that's like a big mom Listen, movie, I right? don't get excited over somebody I don't like. You know that, Jimmy. I never do that. I know Paul Sorvino. I know his work. I followed it. I only wish that he was in my great big fat wedding with Laney. Not that what's-his-name didn't do a good job. What's-his-name with the M? His last name begins with an M. Mikolo, something like that. Uh, he did a great job with it, but I think Paul would have done a better job playing Laney's husband 
in my great big fat Greek wedding. So hey, hey, everybody in the chat room, we want to give a shout out to Dean Girl. Let everybody know to uh, uh, Cat and Nine Tales. They submitted a couple of songs to the record label for their new album. Um, it's going to be a phenomenal, phenomenal record. Everybody's going to freaking love it. And Dean Girl, who's actually Chad Girl now on uh, Twitter, is uh, has made a, a website and it's Cat and Nine Tales dot fansite dot wordpress dot com. Um, we don't normally just uh, uh, promote any fan sites out there, but Cat and Nine Tails is one of the badassest bands in the world. We freaking love them. They're going to be superstars. They're also signed to Monarchy Records. We're very, very excited uh, for the release of the album that's going to be coming up later on this year. And uh, Hello Maybe Everything is the name of the album that's going to be coming out, and there'll be a single coming out soon, so everybody check it out. It's going to be freaking awesome. I'm very excited about it. We can't play any music from it yet. We haven't picked a single, but as soon as we get it going, we're going to play it for everybody. She said a mouthful. I always say a mouthful. I can't get into the chat room either, too, so I'm sorry, everybody. I'm trying, but I just can't seem to figure it out. And so uh, so I'm not in the chat room, but I do see lots of people in there. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Jimmy Star Show. Uh, if you guys remember, because I'm all excited. We had all these famous Italian people. I don't know if I can keep that going for another week. but uh, <laughs> We are in the millions, my friend, and we are the most talented people in the world, one oh, of the oh most. Oh, gosh. Okay. Our, our art, our music, our food, and our culture is Fabulous. I was going to do a, a segue there, though. No, I don't need you to segue into Italian. Yeah, we're going to segue because we had Robert Davi on last oh, week. Robert, you guys, yeah, like, he's that cool. was probably like one of the best guests like we've had yeah, uh, in a really long Bobby's time. A good guy. You guys know Robert Davi. He was on last mm -hmm. week. He was the bad guy in License to mm -hmm. Kill, James Bond. He was one of the bad guys in Die Hard, mm -hmm. and he was in The Goonies, which is, I mean, The Goonies never say die. One of the greatest movies right. of all time. And uh, we only played one of his songs because we didn't have enough time to play the other one. We'll and so play I, the other one I thought it'd be fun to play the other one now that's why i'm segueing into okay. it okay <laughs> oh okay that's a good way okay and so uh, he, uh the name of the song is is too marvelous for words chad you got that going on i'm too always marvelous. ready you're always ready so you guys this is robert davi's too album and it's called uh it's called davi sing sinatra the website is davi sing sinatra.com the name of this song is too marvelous for words and um go ahead and uh play it chad this is it Just too marvelous, too marvelous for words Like glorious, glamorous And that old standby amorous It's all too wonderful I'll never find the words That say enough, tell enough I mean they just aren't swell enough You're much too much and just too very very to ever be in Webster's dictionary and so I'm borrowing a love song from the birds to tell you that you're marvelous too marvelous for words Too much and just too very, very 
Black's Dictionary And so I'm borrowing a love song from the birds To tell you that you're marvelous Tell you that you're wonderful Tell you that you're marvelous to There you go. There we go. So there's like a blast from the past, right? Like that's I a song, used to do you that. All those songs. I used to do that song in my show so often that I got so bored with it. And one day at rehearsal, I sang it differently. I sang, "I'm too wonderful, too wonderful for words. I'm marvelous. I'm fabulous. And just think, I'm here today." Anyway, they started throwing cups, chairs, you know, forks at me. They say, come on, Ron, stick with the program. I said, okay. There you go. I like that. Kind of like Jimmy still does today. Yeah, like I do today. (laughs) I still say kind of like, come on, Ron, stick with the program. Oh, Jimmy, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. (laughs) Listen to him. He's got a star of TV here on radio, and he treats me like I'm the street cleaner. There you go. I do not. I'm in the chat room now, everybody. Thank God. He abuses me. Everybody write in. Say, don't abuse Ron. Don't say oh, that. I'm going to stop his breathing nose. now. Watch. So I'm in the chat room. Hello, everybody in the chat room. It's very good to finally get in. Now I can't see the the, uh, the ITV anymore, but at least I can see the chat room, so I'm doing I, good. I always can and, see. Um, look on uh, the, so we want to give a shout-out to, to everybody to right. Everybody in the sh- chat room. That's not that's that's just what our camera shows, but that's not what they see. Oh, well, I see you. <laughs> I'm happy. Yeah, that's all we have to worry about is if uh, – also, Morley Schumann is in the chat room. Ah, Morley. Morley, I love what you wrote on my Facebook. That was funny. Thank you, Morley. Yeah, he had a picture of me with uh, Freddy Krueger and, and you, yeah. and, and I had posted a picture that you did my hair last night, and then he said, Ron did your hair? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Morley. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice when it started off, but Jimmy is, is like a train wreck. He starts off well, and then he just falls apart as he walks along, and it was nice <laughs> when it was straight, but he's got curly hair. And the lights, you know, curl your hair. Did you know that high-intensity heat lights? Because I have that trouble on the set when I work. My hair gets curly. Can every, his hey, Jack, can you curly. hear him when he talks? Because I have a hard time hearing him. I sure can. You can? Okay. That's all that matters as long yeah, as you well, guys can hear Well, that's hear because him. you're old and your hearing is going. You need AIDS. Whoa. Hearing AIDS. You need some <laughs> kind of a, a thing. No, I can hear. I can adjust my hearing over here anyway. When I get to be your age, I probably won't hear you as well either. Okay, there you go. So uh, no, I'm not going to say anything. Okay. You better, I'll kill you. He, first of all, it's not true. <laughs> I'm not it, saying it. No, anyway. no, it's not true. I'm not this saying it. This morning I went <laughs> no, to No, I'm not saying it. I went to the doctors at 8 o'clock this morning about my left knee, which I injured moving furniture. And as we left, the girl said, please, you know, sign over here and put down whoever's name you want to put as to call if you die. And he walked away and he said, she said, put down your son's name. That's what she said. She, she said, did not you say. You can have your son or someone else. But listen, then when he went, when I said that, look like he, had, my son? he had such a heart attack, Chad. He had such a heart attack that he went back and cornered her and practically punched her to say that to that's say quite, she didn't say that's that. That's a lie. I didn't corner her. I he did. Said, he totally I did cornered not. her. She I was said, like running away. I said, honey, did you say someone? Or my son. She said, no, whatever. She said your son or someone. No, she didn't say your son. Anyway, it I'm doesn't matter. Argue. We're not going to argue. Now, I want, See, Chad, we're I not going like, to argue. Do I look Stop like it! I, <laughs> do I look like I could father this old man? No way. Father look, at Mor- Morley says he, he went to the doctor and they asked for an emergency number and he said 911. <laughs> <laughs> I love Morley. I Morley love Morley's show. He's always got those little 
jokes. All right, I, I got another caller for you. Okay. Good, good. There you go. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Char Star Show. Is this Chad? Hi, Jimmy Char. Who is this? This is Ken Pettigrew, right? Jimmy Star. What's up, Hammer? <laughs> Jimmy Char. <laughs> I, like, messed up my own name. Ken Pettigrew, everybody. <laughs> Ken Pettigrew is in the house. What's up? What's, welcome to the Jimmy up, Star everybody? Show. What's up, everybody? What's up, Ron? Hey, I, uh, wait, my dog is coming on this scene. Look, I have 130, <laughs> 100, can you see it? 130-pound bull, mas uh, bull mastiff just try to get in my lap. This is Scooby. And that's because oh, well, I'm I, so hot that I can give a dog a bone. I think so. I think my, <laughs> he's a male dog, so he might smell something, you know, a little different. <laughs> so what's hey, up, you, everybody? Get down, Scooby. Say hey to everybody in the chat room, even though I know you're in the chat room. What's up, everybody? Uh, yeah, I actually had to step out in a quieter place here but how's everybody doing man everybody in the chat room i know ginger's in there yeah he always supports us that's right ginger rules ginger's awesome morley's in there hartley's coming on the show in a little bit and Morley, uh, Hartley, actually, yep. everybody knows ken pettigrew he has the ken pettigrew show monday through thursday nights from 8 to 11 um kenpettigrew.com he's got a great show and ken is getting ready to venture into the world of stand-up comedy you're kidding that's exactly that's right and so I had him you come know, on the I show did, to tell him about though, like well, to give I, an announcement. I did that for over thirty-five years. I was a stand-up. Oh, I was a stand-up comic in drag as Jane Russell, and it was well, hilarious. Yeah, I'm going to be a stand-up uh, comedian in bald. <laughs> I don't so know. tell him though. Tell him because you've got your you've got your first show lined up, and it's not like at like some little sh cruddy venue. It's uh, like at well, a very good venue. Oh, listen, my first show is going to be August 3rd at the Comedy Store in Hollywood. Okay, good good booking. Good booking. What a way to so break my lie. cherry, right? right. <laughs> what a way to lose exactly. my hymen. Exactly. At, at that, the Comedy Store is everybody goes there. Everybody plays big there. From Joan Rivers down to, oh, what's her name? Everybody goes there. Okay, so how did you actually hook that up? Because like, nobody knows you as a comic. They just know you as a famous radio show host. Well, then I sent them a couple clips to the show, and they were like, I sent them to my website. They're like, oh, yeah, man, we'll definitely have you on. Uh, sent them a couple, like, 30-second clips of some stuff from my show of me breaking chops, and and they're like, you really want to come do this? I said, for sure, and they said, come on. Dude, I think that's so, freaking uh, awesome. Are you, are you familiar? Yeah, you know what? I, what's that? Are you familiar with the room? Oh, not even close. I've never done this before other than in my oh, life, go in and but check. I've already got about seven minutes uh, written now. I'm going to get about ten minutes for my uh, first show, and uh, so, I mean, I'm basically there now. I'm just uh, working on it. I'm definitely going to be nervous, because it's different than talking in a mic. You know, this is going to be m me one-on-one -on -one with a crowd of people. Can I so, give, you, uh, can I give you a little hint? A little helpful hint? Yes. Whatever oh, you God, do, please. whatever you do, when you're starting off, do not look at the faces of the audience because they will destroy you. Because if they're not laughing when you hit the button, you feel you're failing and you will go downhill. Play it to the lights and you'll be great. <laughs> Listen, I can't wait, man. I'm going to eat them up. I cannot wait. I'm very, yeah. you know, I'm a pretty confident guy. Uh, you know, um, everybody keeps telling me to be worried about the crowd, but at no, 14, I, I got to, you know, I got to play at Dodger Stadium. By myself, I soloed at Dodger Stadium at the age of 14 for the Olympics. 50,000 people, it was me, the Diamond Vision guy, uh, all on the field, and I pulled that off. So I'm pretty good, 
And so, you know, I'm pretty sure that I'll be okay here. But if not, it will be a uh, raping of a lifetime. No, it's, it's, it's an intimate room. And when you play an intimate room, you're actually talking to people that are five, ten feet away from you, depending on the table situation. And it's right. a big difference. When you're talking on a mic or publicly to a million people, you don't really care. But when you've got the, the guy right in front of you staring okay, at you, right. reading your lips to see the next joke, you want to go down and smack them, you know, but you don't. Play the lights. I never played the audience. I never knew who was in the audience. I played my, my lights. And I was a great oh, success. You did. I was a success. Always fun. Actually, actually, uh, too, Morley says, well, first Morley says every time he did it, he wanted to throw up. And then he says, you're going to kill it. And if not, then piss on the people in the front row. <laughs> well, you know, the front well, row. What, no, for some row. That's, that's what I thought about. That if that doesn't work, I'm, I'm going to pull out my cock and smack the first person in front of me with it. I, I hope he's a gay guy, so he'll be happy. <laughs> Should I, no matter who I smack with it. They all leave happy they with it, happy. Ron. Just make, sure you, just make sure you take a shower. <laughs> Everybody says play oh, the oh, lights. Yeah, trust me, man. I will show up where the carpet matches the drapes and it'll be clean. You know what you should do? Actually, a cool idea would be to get get your girlfriend or someone from your show to go along and, and you stream the whole thing live off a cell phone. I thought about streaming it live through you, uh, I, I, YouTube. I don't, you stream. But, I don't think you're allowed but, uh, to. The comedy store won't allow it. You're not allowed to film in it or do any kind of thing without permission. Oh, really? Yeah, well, you're not yeah, allowed. I'll get it figured they tell, out. But... They, t they tell people when they're in there, no cell phones, uh, videos, whatever. Uh, because, oh, well, it was, yeah, it was no. an idea. I, I played the Copacabana nightclub in New York City. I was the first female illusionist to ever play it. And I was heartbroken that we couldn't film it. Because it there was they wouldn't allow it no matter what I did and we had you were the first female illusionist. Yes, the first female illusionist ever to play the oh. Copacabana nightclub in New York. So Night was the illusion hiding your penis to the crowd? No, my illusion was my interpretation of being a beautiful woman. Uh, Jane oh, Russell. okay. In a, in a very like, big musical show, it was a very big extravaganza for the little room that the co Actually, is. you should see him, Ken. As a woman, he's actually really yeah, pretty. Very nice. I, You're going to see I him because like we're going to be doing another movie. We're going to be doing another movie. Meals on do, Wheels. When we do that one, he's going to be just like just like when we're – maybe we'll we'll come up with another movie with our new production company that we're well, still no, forming. Ken and, and I we'll are in a movie together. Ken yeah, but you're going to be – We're in registry, registry together. But you're going to be yeah, with Morley. But you're Morley, not gonna, you're yeah. not going to be a woman in that one. No, I'm, I'm playing myself a guy. But you, I think you're what? The boss? No, I'm the boss. Who, who are you? I think you're one of the workers. <laughs> no, in the office. Ken's the asshole oh, guy. Oh, that's who you are. You're the annoying, sarcastic, mean – I am person. never that person. Yeah, this is going to be a big stretch for me. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. You're a little sleep wondering how to play the character. Marley says he's. Oh the yeah, player. you know I'm going to do a lot of work on this one. I think it's hilarious. So everybody, you guys should all follow Ken. What you, you're at Ken Pettigrew on Twitter. Follow Ken on Twitter. Uh, yep, Ken Pettigrew everywhere. Just type in the name P E T T I G R E W. Remember, Anybody tell a friend, tell a lover. Anybody who uh, anybody tell people who's, who hate you too. Anybody who's in LA, like uh, to the comedy store for August August third. Is that when you said it was? August third that night. Uh, doors open at eight sharp. Uh, we're all going to start going on somewhere around nine o'clock, and um, we're going to see what happens. But uh, listen, I'm going to go in and, and and appreciate the support from Jimmy Starr and Ron and everybody there, and everybody who comes over and checks out my uh, talk show. 
Dude, you're going to kill it. You're going to kill it. And for those of you who are going, get go there early because the lion, the lines are very long. And so are the lions. No lions, the lions. <laughs> what are they getting a ticket yeah. now to get in? How much are they get charging now to get in? I think they're fifteen bucks, and you got to get still? two drinks. Still, yeah, 15, fifteen bucks. Fifteen bucks. So it's still, still cheap. Wow. Yeah, it's cheap. cheap. It's still. a good night. It was like that. It's 10, still cheap. Years and, ago. Yeah, and two drinks, and you're going to need them. Uh, maybe uh, after I'm done with you, you may want to bring your rape kit because. Uh, it may be a little dangerous. <laughs> there you go. I think it's going to be awesome, dude. We wish you all the best of luck. We're going to have you call in again before you go, and we'll remind everybody, because well, I think it's we'll, going to be awesome. We'll we're we're, we're big fans of the Ken Pettigrew Show and Ken Pettigrew. Everybody support Ken Pettigrew. If you live out in L.A., definitely go see the show. And uh, sure right, thanks for you calling in for the fill-in. I wanted to do. I like to do breaking news on the Jimmy Star Show. You know, like, <laughs> I, think, so. I think Jimmy and I, are go- Jimmy and I, are going to have to move to L.A. eventually. Yeah, eventually we're going to have to because come back you know to LA. so much you is happening. So much man, happening. me casa, Sue casa. They need a place. Come on out. There you go. It's we just that I, that I, I really despise living in L.A. I've lived there most of my life, and I watched it change from like 1965 to today. It's just a sewer now. It used to be a beautiful little town. Too much traffic, too much smog, too much nasty people. So you're saying it's more like uh, San Francisco, a real no, it's, sewer. It's more like New York. It used to be. <laughs> now New York is nice because it's filled with foreigners and, and people from all over the United States. The and real us, New Yorkers like me aren't there anymore. Give a shout out to Ginger Irish, too. She says you can do it. We love Ginger, Ginger, Ginger. What's up, Ginger? Here's a little something for you. Hello, baby. There she likes go. my deep voice. I know she <laughs> likes your deep voice. That's so much fun. So everybody, tune into the Ken Pettigrew Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. KenPettigrew.com. Yeah, 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 everybody. Ken Pettigrew rules, dude. Thanks for calling in and giving us an update. And Thanks, uh, Jimmy. Good luck with all of it and have a good right. show tonight. And see you on right, the man, set. You and Ron have a great show, man. I'll be back in the chat room here shortly. All okay, right, bye-bye. Have a good one. Later, bye-bye. guys. I, I love Ken Morley, awesome. Morley, if you're still in the chat He's room, in there. Are we going to shoot registry in Canada or the United States? Type it in, honey. I need to know where. It says, take care, dude. Oh, no, he's talking about something else. So, Chad. Hey, Chad, are you there? Yo. Um, everybody in the chat room wants to hear your sexy voice, so, like, say something sexy. Yeah, like, what are you eating? <laughs> something. I'm eating. <laughs> what, what am I eating? Hmm. Let's take a look in here. Oh, we have some beef stew, organic grass-fed beef stew today. Some homemade uh, iced tea, sweetened iced tea with a little bit of lemon. What else? I love all your different voices. Give us, like, a high voice. That's it? Hi, I'm Jimmy Starr. (laughs) Dear God, there's another one. I'm going to kill myself. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to kill myself. There's Jimmy Too. (laughs) Jimmy Too. Oh, Jimmy Too. It's so awesome. Jimmy Choo. What, what what was that little guy, that little uh, little man who was in that funny thing with... Tattoo. Oh, no, Tattoo? The, no, the little guy. Remember Mini-Me? Mini-Me, yeah. Mini-Me. Remember Mini-Me? Yeah, that? Vern Troyer. I know him. Right. You know him? <laughs> yeah. So now we have another Mini... We have a Jimmy-Me. Jimmy-Me. There you go. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> so, everybody... Um, let's do another commercial for Croker real quick, everybody. Croker's the movie that Ron and I are working on in Pittsburgh with Fred and Lori Turling and, and a mm-hmm. phenomenal cast and crew and a, a bunch of great people. Check it out. It's CrokerTheMovie.com. And, and the follow most on beautiful, Croker the movie. The most beautiful woman in this film. Yes, Valerie Gatto. Yes. She'll Valerie be coming back soon. gorgeous. Was vacationing right now hot. in Italy. And the film is worth it just to see her gorgeous eyes and her face. My God, she just melts you when you look at her. She looks like the Madonna or, you know, Jesus' mother. She's got that angelic face with the sexiest body. 
and Fred and Lori rule, and I don't know and the name. I don't know if we're allowed to announce that stuff that, that we found out the other night, so I guess I can. I'll wait and find out. We'll announce it next year about who's doing the score. No, we can't do okay. that. Okay, anyway, we got some really full of mystery and suspense, fun, cool everyone. people working on the film. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, then... Um, Maybe uh, we can. I don't know. We I should. don't think so. No, I don't think so yet. And also then, too, you guys, I'm going to give out a movie. We don't hardly ever give movie recommendations because most of the time we go to the movies and we don't like them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really love this. Well, Brian and I don't always like the same movies because he doesn't like horror movies so much either. But he's going to go see Croker since he's the star of it. But we went and saw a movie the other night, you guys. And Chad, I don't know. Chad, do you ever go to the movies? Not much anymore. No. Why? We went and saw a movie. It's called Now You See Me. I like the and, title. Uh, and it's a movie about these magicians, and it's got... Well, don't give the plot uh, away. I'm not going to give the plot away. I, I can critique it better, because I used to do I that. I want to tell who's in it, though. Hold on. Wait, Wait a Was it a horror? It's no, a, it's not no. a horror movie. It's, horror. Final, it's finally a well-written film. <laughs> finally. About an old plot that's been done a million times with a new twist. Right. Very cleverly written, beautifully photographed, full of suspense and wonderment. And I highly recommend it if you want to go and sit back and hear a film that you can understand, see, and enjoy without being annoyed by. It's got Michael Caine, and it's got um, it's Br- got, very briefly. Michael works, you know. No, he's in there a lot. Well, briefly, it's got Michael Caine. It's got uh, Mark Ruffalo. I like it's, him. It's got wonderful. that chick with the red hair who's married to Sasha Baron Cohen. Mark Ruffalo is. I forgot her name. It's got movie. the kid from the Social Network. Uh. I forgot everybody's names, but yeah, everybody, but all you guys should go like see it. Jesse Eisenberg, there you go. Morley's writing it down. Yeah, so it's you, got <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg in it. It's a really, really good movie. It was very well written. I enjoyed the heck out of it. It was better Again, than Hangover say, 3, and it was better than Iron I Man 3. I don't like going to films that do 67, 60 second shots. You know, bing, 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 and you're all over the place. They hold a shot here, and the camera holds well. So it's a very relaxing film to see. My dog wants to be on television so bad. Scooby-Doo. He's back. Can you Look see him, him, Chad? I can. He's hey, back. Hey, everybody. Scooby's here. What's he up? Just, he just is such a ham. He wants to hit Scooby. He starts sleeping on the floor. Scooby. Say something. Say something, Scooby. He doesn't speak well. <laughs> <laughs> but he's always here in my lap. He wants to be like a lap. Give me a kiss. I think that's hilarious. So everybody check out Croker the movie. Also, another movie which we'll be talking about with Hartley Mandel, but you guys should go to the website now and uh, check it out. It's called A Mile in His Soul. It was written by Morley. We're going to be filming it in the fall, and uh, you can check it out. It's amileinhissoul.com. I would love to know if we're doing it in Canada because Morley's from Canada. That's a different movie. You're talking about the registry. Oh, Mile in His Soul we're doing in London. Yeah, registry we're doing. I, I don't know where. Yeah, we don't know where yet, but it's at a mile in his soul. We'll talk about that when we have uh, Hartley coming on in a little bit, and um, maybe we should uh, do a Dynapep commercial. No sugar. Oh, <laughs> he's all over. Hey, everybody! Dynapep is the sponsor of the Jimmy Star <laughs> Show. Right, Scooby, get down, Scooby. I'm doing Dynapep. a commercial. Okay, we're doing a commercial. Scoob. Maybe Scooby will do maybe it. Maybe he'll like lick his lips or something. Yeah. Would you say something about <laughs> Dynapep? Here, say Dynapep is good. I like it a lot. I use it. <laughs> When I want to race with Star, He's so adorable. Star. So uh, Pep is the world's first and best energy micro shot. It's smaller than a lipstick vial. It fits in your pocket. It comes in grape, cinnamon, spearmint, and some other one. You forgot. Um, grape, cinnamon, spearmint. I forgot the other one. Isn't that terrible? Let's just say butterscotch. Okay. No, it's not butterscotch. But, <laughs> but it's super, super great product. It gives you 10 hours of energy. Um, to find out more about it, you can call 1-800-DO-DYNAPEP or go to dynapep.com. You can follow them on Twitter. It's at Dynapep Shots. And um, you can find them on Facebook. It's also at Dynapep Energy. 
And it doesn't have any sugar, so it's great for diabetics. That's something that Ron endorses. Yes. Because I have friends that have diabetes, and I'm happy that they can use Dynapep when they're tired and not able to run up steps like they used to. That's right. So Dynapep is the world's first energy micro shot, and it's got no sugar, no cars, no crash. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> no crash. That was like the here, best baby. one we ever did. We, we no got a no crash here. That was freaking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Chad, that was good, dude. You, you like, totally rocked it. I rocked we ha- it. We have a lot of surprise people coming on in the weeks to come. I can't give you their names, but I could tell you that they are fun people. Give us a hint. Well, the hint one is, uh, her name is Rosie, not O'Donnell. And All she's right. Puerto Rican That's from good. New York. Okay. Oh. I love her. Don't you love her? Is she not the funniest in the world? We're working on it. Don't, We're don't, working cool. on it. Don't make promises because then if it falls through, I love we are her so much. She's, she's a fabulous actress and hilariously funny. And when she does that New York Puerto Rican accent, you could kill yourself no. from laughing. Yeah, don't piss her off, right? Right. Yeah. Oh, did you <laughs> see a, that film? Get an earful. The one where they won the lottery and she played the wife and she wanted the money from her husband. That was absolutely the best acting I've seen in years. She went at him, boy. You can't give me that ticket. It's my money. And then she's cursing him. Oh, she was That's pretty good. She was brilliant in it. I hope she comes on. You know, she's a busy lady right now. Go ahead, too. Ginger Iris has some good news. Go ahead and type it up, and I'll announce it to everybody, Ginger Iris. Hello, Carla, in the chat room. And uh, I also think, yeah, we don't want to, like, jinx it, but we do have a lot of great guests coming up, and we've lot, had a lot of great lot, guests. Lot, lot. I want to give another shout-out to Amarok Productions. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually did do the film I Heart Shaky. It had Steve Lemmy, Steve Gutenberg, and Beverly D'Angelo, and we had them on the show last year when it came out. It was a great film, and so I'm sure this new movie, Precious Metal, the movie.com, is going to be really good, or Precious Metal, I guess is what it's called, but the website is PreciousMetalMovie.com. And uh, we all want to give another shout-out to Marla Stoker from Marquee Media and Marketing for setting the interview up uh, for us. She's fabulous, and her company is fabulous. And for those Debbie Reynolds fans out there, I'm going to call Debbie because I know her well. And she's very busy right now because of the Liberace movie and her book, which is called Unsinkable. And I read it, and oh, my God, is it fabulous. If you want to know the true dirt, dirt about Elizabeth Taylor, Eddie Fisher, and Michael Todd, and... Debbie Reynolds, re- go buy the book called Unsinkable, Debbie's own biography, autobiography, go. and it's it's a very it's all about MGM Hollywood. I mean, it just takes you. It's 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 an absolute fabulous fast read. In fact, I'm going to read it over again because there's things in it I want to use when I do this show. Yeah, it's called Unsinkable by Debbie Reynolds. There you go. So we're working on that one too, Chad. We're working on great guests now, Chad. You've been around the whole three years we've been on the station. That's correct. Like, Aren't the gay? I mean, don't, you got to admit, like we got some badass guests on the Jimmy Star Show. You've done very well, and you know I think Ron might be one of your biggest uh, your biggest stars, and you captured him and put him on the show, which is a great thing. I know, uh, isn't that Chad. Cool? Chad, if I were in the, if I were in the, I can't. Chad, if I Are were in Florida, up? I can't. I'm really choked up by that. If I hug? were in Florida, I would have put this mic down now and given you a big <laughs> hug. Aww. I think you're the sweetest man to say that. You know, all my fans say it, but Jimmy never acknowledges it. Oh, no, he doesn't. I brought he you really on the show. Yeah, yeah Ron's, Ron's not an addition. He's part of the show. He makes part of the show happen. I mean, it's a, it's a great new twist you put on it. You guys are doing awesome. There you well, go. Thank I br- you. I bring on the older stars, and he does the young, and I think it's wonderful because now we're offering <clears> something for everybody. Our audience has grown because I have so many people now that are in their 50s, 60s, and 70s, as well as people in their 20s who are very interested in old movies. Again, like Lauren Bacall said, movies are not old until after you've seen them. Let's say 
vintage films. Uh, you learn from these films, especially if you're an actor. <clears throat> pardon me. Or an actress, and you're trying to learn how to, to be a good actor, watch these films because you can learn. You learn technique. Watch Cary Grant, how he moves. He's actually right, too, Chad, because yeah. like, I've been watching all kinds of yeah, like, black learn. and white movies from the 50s now, and I'm getting, I, now when yeah. the people come up on TV, I can say, oh, that's whoever that is. I'm learning a, Jimmy, a lot of them. Jimmy has never seen Because I never have seen a black and white movie until I met Ron. I never watched one, Jimmy except has, for Young Frankenstein. Jimmy has never seen me work as an actor. And Jimmy said, I told Jimmy, I'm a good actor. And Jimmy said, you're a great actor. And also, Freddie, my producer and director, he said, I'm a good actor. And I am a good actor. And why? Because I watch uh, all the old films when I was a kid. They were new. And I watch Turner Classic Movies with Robert Osborne, who I know. And Bob and I are always pushing people to see these films because in Europe, an opera is never old. They watch the same opera for hundreds of years. But in America, once we do something, we throw it away and say, oh, that's black and white. That's crap. That's old. Not true. Go see these films. You will learn. And how fascinating is it to see what people looked like and how they dressed in 1929 and 1930? I actually am liking it now, too. I'm digging it. So. I wish, I, I, wish I, I could see what, was, what George Washington looked like on film. Wouldn't that have been great? Or Marie Antoinette. <laughs> hey, Chad. Yo. Can you go into our music directory and see if you still have a song in there? You might, uh, we might not have it in there anymore. I was just thinking about it, but it might be fun to play it. Sure. See, see if we have I'm Back in there. It's called I'm Back by uh, Night Owl and, C and Cat of Nine Tails in our little music Oh, directory. I have an apology to make. Oh, my God. While made... Chad's looking for the song, you make the apology. A major apology. <laughs> What's his name? <clears throat> oh, singer I like, Bordeaux. Uh, Ron Boudreau. We love Ron Boudreau. Ron Boudreau was on my Facebook page, and I wrote, yes, and go listen to his song, Pointless. It's wonderful. He didn't do Pointless. <laughs> Rob, I'm so sorry I wrote that. What's his name? The other guy I like did it. Yeah, Orlando Napier. Oh, Orlando Napier. That's our sexy bitch dance. Right. You know, I'm so bad with names. I have been that way all my life. I remember meeting Joan Collins at a party. And then when I turned around, everybody was saying goodnight. And they said, goodnight, goodnight. And I looked at her. I said, goodnight. I forgot your name <laughs> to Joan <laughs> Collins. And she looked at me. She's terrible. She said, darling, everyone does. She said, that's no big deal. She said, that's why I call everybody darling. There you go. There you go. And Smart. Joan Collins does. Everybody in the room, darling, how are you? Darling, I wanna, everybody uh, was darling. I want to give another thing, too. Everybody can go check out CF and LCpromotion.wordpress.com. That's the new music promotion uh, blog website for, uh, for Ginger Irish and Carla Floor, and they've been promoting all the artists on the Jimmy Starr Show, and they're phenomenal at it, and we, we appreciate all that they do. Chad, you got the song? It's called I'm Back, right? Yeah. I do. Hey, everybody, this is uh, Night Owl and Cat of Nine Tales with the new single, I'm Back, which is not being released. It's just for fun so everybody can listen to it, and that way we have our Cat of Nine Tales fixed on the Jimmy Star Show. This is for Dean Girl. There you go. <laughs> Rap night on the mic, tripe on the track. Surprise. What you think about that? You trying to catch up? Nah, nigga, fall back. Yeah. This slam hard as shack. I'd rather be, call it piggyback. Yeah, I smack the whack. Bougie flow, call it front neck, I'm back, bitch. What you think about that, huh? What you think about that, ho? What you think about that, huh? What you think about that, I'm bubble back like disco herpes and Cadillacs. Kerouac on a road American in the back. Counting elephant stacks. In fact, we back to attack the track and make it crack like a fall line. The illest of all time, you're all mine. You can bet your mamas and your papas that 
choppers. We on top of this populace, rocking this metropolis. Back like a poltergeist, a thing twice. We rolling like dice, I'm back. So precise. I'm the one to teach cats how to hold the mic. I'm poltergeist. I kill you with a mic device. Ain't no half stepping. I done told you twice. I'm hungry, dog. I eat you like a bowl of rice. This is MOP, nigga. Cold as ice. So pay the price. If you think night ain't nice, home with the whole pot. Just give me a slice. Yeah. Nitro, and I'm back for more. I'm at a door, an animal, a carnivore. With a picture of Biggie up on my wall. MCs be praying on my downfall. Stop. With the madness, I'm the baddest. And if you didn't know, almost is the saddest word that you ever heard. This is absurd. Raw raps and a rhyme in the form of a bird. Yeah, what you think about that? Recording artist, dude, I love that song. What you think about that? I love it. Morley wants to know if uh, he's waiting for the subtitles to come up so he knows what it says. Morley, Morley, you're not listening. It's easy to hear. <laughs> anyway, I want to wish a very happy birthday to Joya Bruno. Yesterday was her birthday, and we love Joya, and I love Joya's song, which is um, which is the one I love that Joya. For does. your eyes only. For your eyes only. You know, I'm crazy about that. I play it all the time. Anyway, Joya, honey, if you're watching or if one of your friends are, we send you tanti bacia. She's another Italian, by the way. That's right. Joya Bruno from Expose, one of the yeah. leading girl groups of all time. Her solo her music birthday. is awesome. We it love it. Birthday, yes. And yesterday was her birthday. And yes, you I guys think she turned 21. Again. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not, Chad, how old are you and how long, how long have you been that age? Don't admit it, Chad. I was born in 70, so what does that make me? 80, 90, 100, 40, A little younger 40, than me. 40-something, I don't know. 42, I'm going to be 43, I guess. So you're like 44, 10 years, you're 10 years younger than Ron. That's right. But I look awesome. 20 years older, so. I got, I got Jimmy trained. Oh, 1970, you? I bought, no, it was 1972, I bought a Cougar Arc XR7 white convertible. How was she? My car? Oh, Let's the go. Cougar. Oh, a different type of Cougar. It was, it was an automobile. It was a Mercury. You don't even know what a Cougar is. Really? It was a Mer Cougar is? Mercury Cougar convertible. A 1972 Do you know car. in slang, though, what a cougar is? A cougar is an old lady that goes after young men. Okay, there you go. Like you. You went after me. You're an old, you're an old lady that I'm went a after cougar. me. I'm a MILF. <laughs> you're an old John is what you are. Oh, just stop being on my wire. Get oh. My wire. oh, don't worry about it. You're fine. He's an old John. He's, I'm, I'm, I'm kept by an older man. 
What can I tell you? Those are the breaks. With two dogs. So I should also do a little commercial for Jimmy Star Brand, everybody, because Ron's got on a very beautiful rubber ducky one. shirt. I love And this I've one. got on a Batman shirt, and Wait, you can go to... Let me talk about my shirt. i got to tell you, people. It's little rubber duckies like you put in your bathtub when you were little. I never had rubber duckies because they didn't make them back then. We had jet planes and airplanes which was a war. But look at my little ducks. Are they not precious? I love this shirt. It's my favorite shirt. So you can go to eBay... Dot com slash Jimmy Star brand or just go to eBay and plug in Jimmy Star. I've got lots of stuff listed up there now. We're selling a lot of stuff. We appreciate all the it's support. It's all on sale also. It's all on sale and you can check it out. Go to eBay.com and just plug in Jimmy Star brand. We got mm-hmm. lots of stuff. We're going to also work out something for Ken Pettigrew to wear for his opening night at Comedy right. Comedy Store. Do you know how many compliments I get when I wear Ducky? A lot. All the time. I really should wash it, shouldn't I? <laughs> I've, worn it, I've worn it a few times, but I always wear it over a shirt so it never gets to get soiled. But um, I don't want to wash it because sometimes things fade. Will this fade if I wash it, Jim? No, it won't fade. It's it a Jimmy Star shirt. Everything my like stuff is made phenomenally well, and it does not. I hate clothes when they get washed out looking. And this uh, ducks is so cute. They have umbrellas. Look at them. They're so cute. <laughs> One looks like you, Jimmy. Did you model for this duck? No. Listen oh. to him, Chad. Now he's calling me a duck. Before I was like an old well, man. Uh, it was now a, I'm duck. a duck. Well, right, just right, change right. the D to another, another letter. That's what he really is. Oh. I got it, Jim. A good one, too. Yeah, I was going to say, is he a good edit? Is he a good one? He said, a, and a good one, too. That's true. Everyone at Macy's bathroom told me he was wonderful. Oh, jeez. Listen to that. That Talented. was some terrible shit he just said. Macy's, huh? Don't mess with female impersonator. Isn't he quick, though? Stage. Chad, you got to admit, he's like way quick on the uptake. I, hey. I wish I had a drum sting for him. Oh, yeah. We Wait, should, Ken uh, Pedigree is talking about the audience. Wait till they start harassing him and throwing stuff at him. He's got to be quick. I didn't want to tell Ken that, but they think they're part of the act, you know. They want to get in on it. And like I had one woman one time. Here I am, this gorgeous woman with black hair looking stunning. And there's this woman right in front of me with blonde hair. And she kept heckling me and heckling me. I got annoyed. So I walked down. And I looked at her. I said, hi. I said, I was a blonde once. And they kept bleaching my hair and it broke off and got to be like straw. I said, just like yours looks now. And I got back on the stage. She started to cry and shut her friggin' mouth. There you go. She, she knew not to play with me because next I was going for the flat chest she had when here I have these bazooms of death. Playing, <laughs> Jane, playing Jane Russell. He I has bazooms of death, Chad. That's so funny. this broad learned a lesson. You don't play with the, the, with the actors. So actually, too, we got interrupted before. Chad, you were telling us about your weekend. Normally you do three shows, but you only did two. Yeah, I guess we just got a message from Heather. She has strep throat, so uh, she just told me she's going to cancel both gigs this weekend. Oh, so at least you get well. How'd she get strep that's throat? That's terrible. Tell well, her, we that, wish that's her what her. I wanted to know. Isn't we that, wish her a speedy well, recovery. Is that a, is that a kissing disease or what? No, strep throat comes from when uh, uh, the husband or the boyfriend doesn't shower well. Oh, really? Hmm. <laughs> Didn't have to tell her to stop licking me down there. <laughs> kind of like, kind of like Michael Douglas' throat cancer came from oh, his yeah, wife. Oh, like that. I am so sorry for his wife. How embarrassing is that? But I that think he bad. got it from a hooker. I don't think that she had those uh, warts. I think she's too lovely for that. And if they are warts, they're pretty warts. <laughs> oh, God. That's the upside a, of it. Yeah. What a conversation we're having. I now. mean, well, I'm look at it. Like it, made, it made it made international lo- news. It went all over the world because I always read the London Times, and it was the biggest thing in London. It was the first. And first, she's got a new movie coming out. Well, what could? Publicity, Red you know, too. Yeah, here she is with warts and all. I mean, you know. I think that's hilarious. So Every, we now when we see her on the screen, we're going to envision warts. It's terrible. I won't, but others. I'm not going to envision them either because no. that's going to gross me out. 
Can you imagine? Like <laughs> how embarrassing for Michael Douglas. Kind of linguist caused his throat cancer. That's just terrible. Did you hear that, Chad? I have. That's bad. I'd like for her to go on Rolling Stones and do a photo shoot of rewards. It'd be awesome. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that would be cool. Let's, let's get it out of the way. I need to see Did it. Did you know that there was a Mexican airline once named Conolinguist? What was it called? Conolinguist. It was an airline, a Mexican airline. What does that airline. stand for? Linguist. Mm-hmm. Linguist. He Means, knows what you know, it stands for. He's just playing. No, Conolinguist is another word for going down on a woman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think it was called Conolinguist Airline, but we used to call it that, and it was very close to Conolinguist years know if, ago. I don't know if I get yeah. on a plane that's called going down. Yeah, I would. <laughs> right, right. Airline goes, we Chad's go down. We're going down. <laughs> that too. is fabulous. I love that. Between the two of you. We're going to do the commercial and fly Conolinguist Airlines because we always go down. <laughs> Bring your own parachute. I think that's great. I think that's <laughs> very funny. So very let's funny. um let's do a quick because uh, we're gonna have Hartley call in in just a second. Mm-hmm. Let me do a, a shout out to all our radio station syndicates. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to start off by uh, thanking W4CY.com. Everybody's already there and in the chat room. Uh, great station. Check it out. Follow them on Twitter at W4CY Radio. We're also uh, the Jimmy Star Show can also be heard on WROM in Detroit, which is WROMRadio.net. Follow them on Twitter at WROMRadio. And what about that new station? We're on, hang on. What's Pla- your, I'm not planet, there yet. Planet somebody. Uh, we're on Jackalope Radio in Kansas City. It's jackaloperadio.com. On Fridays, we're on Spook Show TV in Indianapolis, which is spookshow.tv. Monster FM Radio, Sunday nights at 8 o'clock. It's uh, monsterfmradio.com, and you can follow them on Twitter at Monster FM Radio. The 76th Street Network, which is an awesome network. They got really great shows. It's 76thstreetnetwork.com. They're in Omaha, Nebraska, and you can follow them on Twitter at 76th Street Network. Then uh, us and the Tom and Susie show are on Bad Tomato FM, and it's badtomato.fm, or follow at Bad Tomato Radio, and they're in Washington, D.C. And starting next week, we're going to be on the Planet Radio Network on Friday nights, and it's uh, what time? Planet, what time? Uh, I think 10 p.m. 10 o'clock Friday nights. Planet Radio. Can it's they Planet watch Radio. us or just hear no, us? No, they can just hear us. It's planetradionetwork.com and at planetradionet on Twitter. So we want to thank all the syndicates of the Jimmy Star Show. We think they're all awesome. We want to thank them. And, and we know that, that our show makes your station fabulous because we're terrific. How was that? Did you like that? You didn't my, hear my me. My dog is licking his paw. I got to get him to stop. <laughs> Scooby, stop it. Scooby, stop licking. And Hartley, you can call in any time then. Hartley, we're ready for you. Anytime you call, we'll answer. Chad's going to answer the phone. Hartley, Hartley, go. There you go. This, this should be fun. Hartley, Hartley is a, another example of how social media works in the entertainment world because that's how we met. Actually, that's how we're meeting all these cool people. Jimmy, that would, we're would you tell so cool. Scooby that he's not a guest? Scooby, you're not a guest. And you can't come on the show. You can't come on the show. To, he's licking his lips and everything. He's so cute. He woke up star. Star, go back to sleep. Yeah, I think Isn't that funny? I think the dogs have to go out. You'll have, to, you'll have to wait, kids. We got a long way to go. Oh, no, he heard out. He's running for the door. No, 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 no. Oh, here, now he's jumping me. No, honey bunch. You're going to have to hold it in and wait. No, no, no pee I pads? No pee pads. He's Thank God. No pee pads for my dog. The dog is pounds. so big, like when he pees, it's like a, a gallon. He needs a pee on. blanket. Yeah, right. Yeah, he needs like really big stuff. My little doggy, he, he's no problem with it. But the they rest just of... love to pee all over the house. All right, I got a caller for you. Here you go. All right, let's take it. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hey, Jimmy. It's Hartley. Hey, Hartley. Way, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're happy to have you. Before we get started, even though you know all of us, let's introduce our introductions anyway. And we've got our cool man about town, obnoxious. Uh, was it, is it obnoxious? Yeah, cool, obnoxious man about town, Ron Russell. 
I refuse Saran, to speak. How you doing? I, I, oh, no, I'm not speaking anymore. He called me obnoxious. Oh, it's outrageous, Just, not obnoxious. Yeah, it's outrageous, it's not up. obnoxious. Oh, take two. <laughs> you jealous piece of work. Don't you, don't you hate performers that are not generous? <laughs> Listen to you. Oh, hold on. We got, we're not finished. We're going back to Then We got the man behind the boards, Chad Murphy. Morley, Morley, Morley. What's up, brother? No, that's Hartley, not Morley. Oh, Hartley, what's going on? Welcome to the show. <laughs> How are you? Very good. And That's I'm Jimmy great. Star. We want to welcome you to the Jimmy Star Show. Give a shout out to everybody in the chat room. Hey, chat room, my ginger. Hey, Morley. There you go. Well, there's more than two people, but so just say hey to everybody. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> now, so, be, now you be a good interview because I'm tired. <laughs> uh, I'll do my we, best. We had Paul Savino on, and I got so excited, I blew my fuse. But I mean, he's <laughs> well. You know, Paul Savino is a great actor. Now let's talk about you, my friend. Tell us everything you want us to tell the world. Hold on, I want to like make us a, a, a shout out first of all, because like I like I said before, we had him come on. Like this is kind of like the power of social media and networking. I met Hartley through Morley, and I met Morley through uh, working with Morley on A Mile in His Soul, and Hartley is a singer and a composer who's going to have a song on the A Mile in His Soul soundtrack, and it just shows how, like, all the social media and stuff, like, you can meet people, get involved with really cool people that are very talented, and, and everybody network together and have a great time and make money and make cool projects, so so uh, everybody should be on Twitter and Facebook, like, networking like we did, and, and we want to thank Are Morley. we going to hear the song? In a little bit. Oh, good. It'll be my first time. I haven't heard it yet. That's, that's true. So, so going from there, Hartley, tell us, where, tell us where you're actually calling us from. I'm calling from Toronto, Canada. Okay. Oh, I love it. Uh, it's pretty hot here. Just Is like it really Florida. hot? Yeah, it's pretty hot. Like Florida. Oh, it's like hot here, too. And, and We're in Pennsylvania. We're not in Florida, thank God. Yeah, it's really hot in Florida. So Chad's in Florida. Chad's boy. in Florida. We're here. And it's pretty hot here now, too, though, in Pennsylvania. So now we've got three different places from the world calling in at the same time. Time. And, and so tell us, because like, you're friends with Morley, right? You, do you knew Morley before this, the, the Mile in the Soul project came about? Yes, I've known Morley for years. I, uh, I, I uh, rented a friend and uh, paid good money for him, and he's been a great friend. He's lived up to the price. How, ma- how many years do you know Morley? I know Morley for about uh, 25, 30 years. Oh, so he's no youngster. <laughs> trying, to, trying to clock Morley's age. You know, he has that wonderful headshot, not headshot, body shot on Facebook where he's standing sideways. And you can see the expression on his face is, oh my God, take the picture. I can't hold my stomach in anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't ever clock Morley's age. And since he's going to be my boss soon when we shoot A Mile in His Soul, I'd like to know if I'm dealing with a young rascal or an elderly gentleman. <laughs> No, he's a very he's very young at heart. So yeah, I love no Morley. Kitty's one of my favorite people. So you're a singer and a composer. We should tell everybody too. You can go to www.hartley h a r t l e y mandel m a n d e l dot com to get more information Correct. on Hartley. Um, let's first talk about. So you have a song. It's called "The Other Side of Reality." It's going to be on the soundtrack for "A Mile in His Soul." That's right. A mile, it's a, a mile in the soul dot com. Tell us a little bit about the song. Did you already write the song, or was the song written specifically for the movie? No, the song was already written. It was initially uh, written about my sister, my late sister, and uh, she was addicted to prescription drugs. And basically, when she was on these drugs, she was not herself. She couldn't recognize her, uh, hence the title, Other Side of Reality. So Morley knew that I had the song. He thought it would be perfect for the movie and uh, had me slow it down. It's another good story. Um, uh, when it's the studio, slowed it down, and uh, it, was, it was perfect for the movie. Um, 
basically it was uh, too fast for the for the uh, the uh, the movie. The, uh, what am I trying to say here? Too fast. Well, it was the, too fast for the film. For the for subject matter of the movie, it had to be slower. Didn't want to write a snappy little song about depression. In other words, <laughs> right. Okay, so so the name of the song is The Other Side of Reality, because what I want to do is, since a lot of people may not be familiar with you and your music, I thought it'd be fun uh, to play one. Since we have two songs that we can play, I thought I would play it, let everybody listen to it, then we can come back and talk about the song and talk a little bit more about your singing and songwriting and go from there. How's that sound? Sounds great. So, so Chad, how about if you're going to play The Other Side of Reality for us, we'll let Hartley introduce it, and then you play it, but let me know if you're ready. Do it. All right, go ahead, Hartley. You introduce the song. Okay, and here it is, The Other Side of Reality, written for my sister, and now in, coming up in the A Mile in the Soul. Go for it. Sitting in your world Somewhere near and far Somewhere on the way from here to hell Living in your world Living a masquerade The only one you're fooling is yourself On the other side of reality Where you think you're gone But it's plain to see you're still here And it's clear to me You're afraid You're afraid Looking at your face Knowing it's not you Not exactly someone else I know Stranger in your eyes Is a bottle from within I'd love for you to stay But you must go To the other side Of reality Where you think you're gone But it's plain to see you're still here And it's clear to me You're afraid You're afraid of life and living You're afraid to die I'm afraid you're living in a dream are afraid of trying and I'm frightened of your lying don't pretend your fear is so unseen on the other side of reality where you think you're gone but it's plain to see 
soundtrack and uh go ahead chat i mean go ahead you were gonna say well something. it's left me in a very very melancholy mood the song is absolutely clear as a bell it tells a story the guitar is fabulous the voice is good i call this a fabulous song and i'm happy that it's in our movie um it's really a good song and now that i know the story behind it i can hear your pain and i can hear what you were saying and it's really a very sad song but good for the film. Good for the film. Thank you so very much for giving us this song. Thank you very much. My pleasure. No, I think it's, it's, it's like good, awesome. It's a good so, song. It's, it's really so cool. you wrote it and you're singing it, right? That, that's true. Yep. I was on your um because I actually I went on your everybody in the chat room too by the way loves it. Um everybody oh, I mean so does Morley which we knew already but everybody else loves it too so it's it's way to go. It's congratulations. Um, I was on your website earlier hartleymandel.com and I found it interesting. Um, first of all, you need to add more content because, like, you're like a superstar. You got so much cool stuff going on. We need to like make it bigger, bigger. Right. You you have know, everything to do has that. to look bigger. You but to. Um, I do love the piano uh, like keys that you have going there. But one thing I found very interesting is how you wrote as part of uh, your songwriting, um, the way you go about writing songs. You know that all the songs are you, and that some songs you know you some songs you write really quick. Some songs take a long time. You know, some song, it's the, the development of the songs. No two songs are the same in how you go about writing them. Yeah, but this except song the was fact written that they're with all you. This was written with a lot of pain. Absolutely. Tr tremendous pain. You can hear the lyrics. Oh, absolutely. The lyrics are begging, begging a drug addict. It's terrible. But I'm like talking like in general about know, songwriting. I'm, I'm still emotionally uh, moved by the song. So okay. I, I'm there. I'm not going to move on with it. Okay, so go a little bit from what I just said, Hartley. Like, talk about a little bit about the songwriting process and how it all works for you, and 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 stuff like that. So, to, to give other people, since a lot of people who are like in the industry and who want to be in the industry are listening to the show, you know, sure. like it'll give kind of like your take on how it all comes about for you. Well, sometimes uh, for me, when I start with the lyrics, the lyrics is usually the strong part of the song. When I start with the music, the music is usually the strong part of the song. This one was that I got uh, inspired, and both both parts were strong. So um, <clears throat> the song, as I said, was initially about my late sister, and it was slow. Uh, there actually is another version of this song that is fast, which is the original version. Um, so songwriting comes from inside of you. Um, sometimes it takes a very long time. But the, the quicker ones, for me, the quicker ones seem to, to work out better uh, because you, you're more focused. It just, when they, it's usually your gut instinct. They come flying out of you, and they're, they're usually the better ones. So, and uh, actually, I got some advice uh, secondhand from Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys. He once quoted, if you, to any songwriter out there, if 
you're going to write a song, don't crap out. Like, when you start something, finish it. There you and, go. Uh, Which that goes for anything, I think. It doesn't matter if it's writing absolutely. a song. It doesn't matter what it is. Uh, I absolutely. think that's, and if you don't do it, you never know if you can do it or not in the first place. Exactly right. So you have to, I mean, uh, years ago, I didn't know if I could write a song. You have to try. Uh, the first song I wrote, I can't even remember, uh, but uh, is is a um, very simple song. But the second song that I wrote, that I recorded, was uh, based on an argument that I had with my father. And I also had an argument with my girlfriend at the same time. So what came out of me was, uh, I was sitting with a friend, actually, and they said, why don't you write a song about it? So I was sitting at a restaurant, pulled out a pen and paper, and it just started coming out. Nothing's good enough for you. Everything you do is wrong. That's us. Everything I do is wrong. And it, and, oh, there and we go. And sometimes those, those are the best ones. Okay. So we actually have another song that you actually wrote called I Can't Take It Anymore. Is that the song? Yeah, that is the song I'm speaking of. That's actually the first song I recorded, uh, second song I ever wrote years ago. Oh, so we're like, this is kind of like being brought out from the vaults. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's um, quite different from the one you just heard. But uh, go for it. Sure. Let's let's try it. and see. So, Chad, we're gonna let you play that one. It's called "I Can't Take It Anymore." Chad. Roger that. Okay, so Chad, you play. Hey, everybody, this is Hartley Mandel. This is another song of his. It's called I Can't Take It Anymore. To find out more about Hartley Mandel, go to HartleyMandel.com. Take it away, Chad. Roger.
Anymore by Hartley Mandel. We want to give a, a congratulate Hartley. I think I love all the different styles of music. First of all, I want to say that that was very Nashville, very Nashville, 1958. Loved it. Nashville. And, uh, <laughs> and I want to I want to give a shout out to Dave Abbott in the chat room. Dave Abbott, superstar celebrity. We're so happy he's in our chat room. What's up, Dave Abbott? Look at he's writing. He's not as famous as Morley, but everybody knows Dave <laughs> Abbott. We've had him on the show. He does like everything in the entertainment industry and. He's Chad Lindbergh's roommate. So, uh, or I don't know if they still live together. Who knows? But he's Chad Lindbergh's. He's friends with Cat and Nine Tails, Chad Lindbergh, Josh Cowdery, all the cool people in Hollywood. And he is one of the cool people in Hollywood. So we want to give a shout out and uh, introduce him to, I guess he already knows Morley. So, so Dave, this is now Hartley Mandel on the show. There you go. How you doing? You got to do those like plugs, you know, because we like it when those Hollywood superstar people are like listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Ron. Ron's just sitting here going, I don't know who any of these people are, and you're talking so fast. <laughs> <laughs> so, Harley, tell us, what do you do now? Like, like as far as your music, do you, put, do you have an album that you've put out? Or, like, you, you put, are you mostly put the songs in, in musicals and soundtracks? Or what is, it, what is it that you're doing with all of it? I'm, I'm working on an album right now. I'm, uh, it'll be out as soon as possible. It's called Songs from the Heart, H-A-R-T. Okay. And, uh, and and I'm very excited about it. It's my first album, and uh, I want it out tomorrow, but uh, <laughs> it's being produced as we speak. There you go. Congratulations. We like that. Thank you very much. Um, we also think, like, I think you need to, like, to- toot your horn more, so, like, we got to get you on Twitter a little bit more. So, you guys, let's help Hartley's Twitter. You can follow him on Twitter. It's at Hartley Mandel, H-A-R-T-L-E-Y Mandel. Go to his website, HartleyMandel.com. Do you have, like, a Facebook-like fan page set up yet? Uh, I'm working on it. Okay, so you're going to let us know when that's up so we can let everybody know and they can go like your page. I know that Ginger Irish uh, like likes to promote your music and your songs a lot, so everybody can go to the LCCF Promotions page on Facebook. And uh, I'm, in, uh, I'm in school right now, uh, How to Promote Myself 101, so <laughs> okay. I'll get better at it. They have a school doing that? <laughs> no. Not oh. online. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, Ron's my, gullible sometimes. I'm not I gullible. <laughs> today, today they sell everything. I mean, you know, you know, the word gullible is, is uh, not in the dictionary, eh? No, there's, there's also a course you could take now, not fearing death. So the day you die, they tell you how to die. I read about it. I'm serious. 
They tell My you that. My girlfriend tells me that all the time. <laughs> no, they say this is a course you go throughout, and how many weeks it is or days, where they teach you not to fight death, to go with it when it's coming. Of course, if it's natural, if you're in a bomb, you won't know that you're dying. You'll just get blown up. But if you're natural, if you're dying naturally in a hospital or hospice, to go with it and to relax and to embrace it and to love it. I mean, who, what a friggin' nut wrote that. Actually, too, though, you're right. That's not Embrace dying? We have, I a, mean, we have a new Facebook page. I'm going to fight like a son of a... We uh, have a new Facebook page that we want to promote, and everybody from the Jimmy Star Show is probably already there anyway. But it's called How About Some Pizza, and it's facebook.com slash how about some pizza, and it's dedicated to Dave Abbott, who's in the chat room right now, and Chad Lindbergh. And so, uh, so I everybody could, I go and like the I would love a slice of pizza right now. <laughs> Don't, don't get me started. Who started this crap about pizza? Now I'm I know. hungry. You know what? I don't understand. Hardly like. Do you guys understand the thing about bacon? Every time I'm looking at things on bacon, everybody's always like making all these jokes and references to bacon. What's and I always want to like them, like I understand it. Chad, do you know what that is? Like I always want to like it, like I understand it. But then if somebody asks me, I because they're always saying about comments about bacon, and there's got to have some kind of sexual reference or innuendo. I, but know, I don't what know what bacon it is. is. More nitrate. Yeah. What is it? More, more nitrate? More nitrate. It's just a tasty hello. food for me, but I'm not supposed to eat because I'm Jewish, but I do. <laughs> what is it? He said it's a tasty food for him because he's not supposed to eat it because he's Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. All, all my Jewish friends, they eat ham, they eat everything. And I say that, but you're not supposed to eat that. They say, I'm Jewish, but just traditionally. <laughs> I just do the traditions. I don't do the religion. That's you know, right. Actually, That's me too. We wanted to thank you for coming on the show and, and tell everybody to follow all your stuff. Thank you very much for having me. It was, it was great. And uh, technical difficulties or not, we got everybody got to hear your two of your fabulous songs. Everybody should check out soul dot com. And uh, we want to give a shout out and a thank you to Morley because without Morley, we would have never met you. Absolutely, that's, thanks, Morley. That's true. That's true. So we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. When when we start doing promotions for Amalia Soul, we'll have you come back as part of the whole team of everybody involved with the project. And we want to thank you for coming on and have a great weekend. Thanks very much, you too. Nice, nice talking to you guys. All right, okay, thanks, bye-bye. Babe. Talk to you again. Bye. All right, everybody. So, chat room, what's up? Hope everybody's having a good time. Give another shout-out to Dave Abbott. Nice to have him in there. And Morley, Ken Pettigrew. Check out Pen- Ken Pettigrew tonight. Um, uh, if you're in in West Palm Beach and you like to go see Chad and Heather, you're not going to go see him this weekend because <laughs> Heather's a little bit ill. She's got the and, strep. Uh, we want to give a uh, R.I.P. to Esther Williams and who else? Two people died this week. Gene Stapleton. No, Gene Stapleton died long ago. Oh, I thought I just saw a thing that Gene no, Stapleton no. died. No, es- Esther Williams died. Quick, st- quick story on Esther Williams. It's on my Facebook. Esther Williams and Jane Russell were best friends. They were like sisters. And Jane stayed at uh, Esther's house many times. And I went to pick Jane up at Esther's house and I got to meet Esther Williams. She had a beautiful home in Santa Monica right off the ocean with a gorgeous uh, swimming pool, of course. And she was quite a nice lady. I spoke with her for about maybe a half an hour. It was very charming, very pleasant. She was an, an old woman. She was in her 80s, heavy set now, not the great beauty she was when she was young. But the moment she smiled, she absolutely became Esther Williams. The same thing happened with Rita Hayworth. I ran into her in the street in Beverly Hills when I lived there because she lived across the street from us. And I saw this red-headed woman walking with, the, with, the, with the, a woman, I guess it was her nurse, and I thought it was Rita Hayworth. And then as I walked by, I said, hello, Rita Hayworth, and she smiled and became Rita Hayworth. So it's amazing how much a smile 
lets people know who you are. So my word for the day is everybody, when you see somebody, just give them a big smile. Aww. That's like a Hallmark moment on the Jimmy Star show, everybody. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I know. I do. You know, in Pen- Pennsylvania, everybody's so friendly. As we walk by, people That's true. smile. How, have a good day. They're very polite. And I like that because I love to smile at people. I have eye contact with people when I walk. I'm probably the only New Yorker that does that because being a New Yorker, we walk in the streets and never look at anyone's faces. We look down at the concrete so that we don't step in the bubble gum. Listen to you. The, you know oh, who I met, in the str- I met Matt Damon in the street. I'm sure you've met a lot of men in the street, but I mean... <clears throat> I mean, no, I met Matt Damon and Johnny Depp. Did they both smack you in the face and tell you we're not that way? No, Johnny Depp went shopping in my store. Oh, okay. No, they're cool. All right, yeah. But Everybody anyway. likes me. Anyway... Esther Williams, when I spoke with her husband a while ago about her coming on my show, said to me she's very upset because she lost Betty Garrett, her best friend. And when Jane passed away, they didn't even want to tell her that Jane had passed away for a long time. Uh, Esther was afraid of dying, and and she was very much uh, a sensitive woman about her friends. Van Johnson, who was gay, by the way, um, I knew Van from New York and his boyfriend, uh, was Esther Williams' best friend. They made, made a lot of movies together. And when he died, she was devastated. And then Esther's daughter was killed in an auto wreck, you know, about 20 years ago. So she's had it pretty rough. But now I know she's with Jane Russell, and they're both with all the other girls, and they're at a nightclub. And one of them is saying, okay, girls, let's go. Enough whoring for tonight. Because that's what Jane Russell used to say to me when Jane and I went out to dinner and it would be like 11 or 12 o'clock she'd look at me she'd say okay ron enough whoring let's go home so that's what the girls did in the 1940s when they danced at the hollywood canteen with all the soldiers and sailors and marines there you go just a little bit of memorabilia i wasn't there believe me i wasn't i wasn't around when the soldiers were out I'm not that old. Well, come on people that i'm 100 nobody really (laughs) knows they don't know your age because you don't tell anybody guess how old he is we're not going to tell you. Okay, 20. See, Chad, you're off by a couple of years, 24. <laughs> Sorry. I hope you don't feel bad. It's okay. You're forgiven. Right. I mean, I don't care. You know, age is a number. I don't look the number. I don't act the number. I don't feel the number. So why should I be the number? Tomorrow, Jimmy and I are going into the city to meet my friend Perry Winkler, who's 92. She'll be 93 next month. She wears high heel st- uh, shoes, fishnet stockings, a short skirt. Auburn hair. She looks phenomenal. Go on Ron Russell's show on Facebook and you'll see pictures of her. Yeah, Chad, we're going to the Met tomorrow. I'm excited. I've never been. And this is a woman that doesn't think of age. And she's 93. She looks 60 and acts 60. I firmly believe you can trick your body into aging if you let it think it's younger than what it is. And you you take care of it. Yeah, but but, but I'm not old. I'm like a retarded person. Please, I'm like a (laughs) 12-year-old. I mean, come on. I never grew up. I mean, today we were at the drugstore waiting for my prescription for my knee. And there were little cars there. And I was playing with all the little cars that they had. There's little miniature uh, we were looking for an Audi TT convertible. Anyway. Yeah, you know, look at Jimmy with all his dolls. I mean, he's got all these monster things. His room is filled. His office is filled with teddy bears and, and dolls and, and stuff. Absolutely. So, everybody, so, we want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Jimmy Star Show chat room. You guys rock. You're awesome. Chad Girl, who's also Dean Girl. Uh, Ginger Irish, Carla Floor, Dave Abbott, everybody in the chat room. Ken Pettigrew, Rebel. Turn in Monday nights on W4CY at 10 o'clock for the... The uh, two ghost stories with Sherry yes. Emily, Rebel Medler, mm-hmm. and Deirdre Serego. Um, Pipe Man is coming up in a little bit. And uh, we want to thank everybody. Please 
And the word for the day is think young and you'll stay young. Follow me on Twitter. I'm at Dr. Jimmy Starr. Follow the Jimmy Starr Show. It's at Jimmy Starr Show. Don't forget to check out Croker the Movie. And next week we've got um, Fiona, what's her name? Fiona Dorif, Brad Dorif's daughter, who's also starring in the movie Precious Metal. So check it out. We're going to have a great show with lots of other guests. We want to thank our guests today, Paul Sorvino and Hartley Mandel. Thank uh Ken Pettigrew for calling in, and everybody have a great, great weekend. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Jimmy Star Show. Come up to me and said, hey, mate, 